Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday, the 28th of April, 2023, the last trading day of the month. I'm Sean Elmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished today up 0.2% to 7,309 points. That's off its two-week lows of yesterday. Among the large caps, CSL and Transurban tumbled 1%, while Macquarie Group and Newcrest Mining both rose 1%. Aristocrat Leisure finished up nearly 2.5%. Lithium miners were among the best-performing stocks, with Pilbara Minerals up 7%, and Paladin Energy nearly 5% higher. As always, plenty of corporate news. Shares in cloud connectivity provider Megaport jumped 42% after it projected that its earnings will be materially above market consensus due to initiatives it introduced to improve financial performance. Origin Energy reported a 7% increase in third quarter revenues from its stake in the Australia Pacific LNG project. And Mervac Group has cut its earnings guidance for the 2023 financial year due to sustained adverse weather conditions impacting residential settlement timelines. Story number two, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese announced a $2.2 billion package to overhaul Medicare following a meeting of the National Cabinet. State and Territory leaders agreed to plans to reform Australia's struggling healthcare system. The new measures include plans to improve access to after-hours medical care for patients and introduce a patient ID system called My Medicare. The number of nurses will be expanded to improve access to primary care with paramedics and pharmacists to play a greater role in the healthcare system. The Prime Minister said health would be front and centre for the National Cabinet in 2023. National Cabinet also endorsed the interim report of a review recommending ways Australia can immediately boost its health workforce. Story number three, it was a big day in the world of power generation with AGL Energy shutting its Liddell coal power station. For more than 50 years, Liddell has been burning fossil fuels to generate power And today, the site closed for good, at least in terms of coal-fired production anyway. AGL first said it would close Liddell back in 2015, and it comes amid concerns around energy prices and whether there's enough to go around, particularly because renewable energy generation still only provides a small portion of total electricity. AGL Chief Executive Damien Nix said the closure of Liddell in the Hunter Valley in New South Wales is a key moment in Australia's energy transition. He said on average, Liddell supplied enough electricity for more than 1 million homes over its lifespan. Story number four, Coles Group boss Stephen Kane, on his very last day in the job, says consumers are still ordering from Uber Eats, but he expects more shopping for home meals at the expense of restaurants and pubs. That's because high mortgage rates and energy prices are taking a toll. At its 841 supermarkets, Coles posted a 6.5% rise in sales for the three months to the end of March, around $8.6 billion, that is. Coles' food inflation hit 6.2% in the three-month period, down from nearly 8% the previous quarter, and it was 7.6% if you excluded tobacco and fresh foods. Packaged grocery inflation was more than 7%, much higher than fresh inflation, fresh food inflation that is, that's sitting at about 4%. Some key items including lettuce, cucumbers and carrots actually fell in price during the quarter as did some meat, deli and seafood products. Coles reported that private label products like pasta and rice are growing as shoppers seek more value. Mr Kane, who hands over to Lee Weckert on Monday, said the majority of people are starting to pull back their spending at mid-tier hospitality venues rather than fast food operators. And finally, story number five, 
We're all worried about interest rates in Australia, but spare a thought for those in Argentina. The country's central bank raised its benchmark interest rate by 1,000 basis points overnight. It's now at its highest level in five years. The bank said its decision is aimed at seeking real positive returns on local currency investments and preserving monetary and financial stability. It takes the benchmark rate to 91%. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday, the 28th of April, 2023. Michael Thompson, Adam Lang, and I will be back tomorrow morning with a weekend edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>